This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased you are all here with me today. Happy Earth Day. Yes, it is that day of the year when we get to celebrate uh, the wonderful planet that we live on. And it's a day I like to honor Earth Day because I believe it's really important for us to keep in mind the environment that we live in. In, in recent times, it's so easy to feel disconnected to nature, disconnected to our environment. Uh, I mean, I live in New York City, and thankfully I live next to Central Park, but it's, when you're in the middle of a big city, it's so easy to feel disconnected to nature, and we don't see our impact on the environment and I feel today is a day to be more mindful of our impact on nature and the environment around us and hopefully we can carry that mindfulness through to the rest of our year and the rest of our lives because hey as of right now we only have one planet we only have one environment we don't need to argue about climate change. We just need to be mindful that we cannot keep polluting and poisoning the very environment that we live in because it's eventually going to come back to us. So uh, I, I really don't care if anyone believes in climate change or not. I just believe that not only do we need to be more sustainable in our practices, but actually I, I love Daniel Pinchback. He talks about being regenerative. It's, it's how do we not just be sustainable, but regenerative and, and make things uh, better, you know, allow things to grow. So especially with all the damage that we've done so far over literally hundreds of years, I mean, since the industrial revolution got started. So anyway, happy Earth Day. And, um, uh, and, and just as a reminder, you know, I've many people who, who haven't listened to the show for a while, like, Hey, Sam, where are the quotes of the day? And I'm like, no, 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 no more quotes of the day, at least not for now. I'm I'll, I'll bring them back here and there, but I'm just taking everybody through the different sections of my book. Um, we're up to, I think this is section seven. I think I've been doing this for seven weeks now. And so I'm just going to read this. It's a relatively short section, but an important one. And it is entitled, True Evolution is Accepting Our Family Without Judgment. As adults, our family are our biggest teacher. The way they judge us means more to us than anyone else. 
Yet how we choose to show up in the midst of all of that says more about us than any other situation. It is a great opportunity to put our practices and patience to work. When those closest to us push our buttons, how we respond shows our maturity. Who are we as individuals is revealed by our actions in these most trying of situations. We can forgive our friends and our coworkers for behavior that annoys us. Can we do the same for family? Our family may still treat us as if we were 10 years old. Can we respond as if we are no longer 10? We stress over how our parents and our relatives act. We, we would prefer they change. Can we learn to accept them exactly the way they are? Can we be with our family without judgment, even when they judge us? Can we be kind to them, even when they are not kind to us? Can we be patient with them, if when they, even when they are not patient with us? The sign of our true evolution is when we can face those that we know better than anyone else on the planet and still accept them without judgment and love. Without judgment and with love, excuse me. Can you find a place in your heart to accept your family exactly as they are? So this one, I feel, is is very foundational in a way. And it's something that has taken, it took really a long time of me doing my own personal work to, to come to it. Uh, because like most people, my mother was the one who triggered me more than anyone else in my life. And um, I wrote this uh, a few years ago before my mom passed. And I think it was sort of kind of inspired by that famous quote from Osho uh, that says, "If, if you think you're enlightened, go spend a weekend with your family. And I just love that quote, because when we're on this path of awakening, awakening and of consciousness and of working towards being a better person and living as that example the hardest part, the hardest situations for us to be in and still truly be conscious and not reactive and and show our maturity is when we get together with family. And indeed, it's so funny because I see it in myself. I've seen it in others that when we get together with our primary uh, um, familial circle, our brothers, our sisters, our parents, um, if there are aunts and uncles that were particularly close, it is amazing how it does not matter whether we're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, or 80 years old, we somehow revert into being little children again. And no matter how much we grow and how much we mature, our parents will always see us as the children they raised. But what I found so fascinating was that 
when I stopped judging my mom, now again, my dad died back when I was in high school. So a long time ago. So I, I did not have the opportunity to have this kind of relationship with him. But when I stopped judging my mom for just being who she was and, and for all the things she did in the past. And when I just started to accept her as a woman, not, not just as a mother, but as a woman, as an independent individual woman, not as a mother, and be able to see her as that kind of a person, it, it just lifted a burden on my own shoulders. It allowed me to show up with her in a way I never was before. And she responded completely differently to me. And she, and not just to me, but to my sister. And it, it was interesting just to watch the shift uh, towards the end of her life. So when we so, so want to see our family change, it all starts with us. When we change, when we shift, when we show up, from a place where we are okay with ourselves and it doesn't matter what our family thinks, says, or does, and we can just show up and be happy with who we are, they will notice. We don't have to say a word about it. We don't have to talk about our deep spiritual inner work. We don't have to talk about all these amazing things we've been through. We just can just be there and be calm and serene and smile. And it doesn't matter what they say. They will turn and look at us like, what's got into you? What's happened? How, how did you get to be so different? And then they will start responding to us differently. I've seen it many times, not just with myself, but with clients that I've worked with, with people who have done the shamanic work that I do with them. Um, it, it really is, is something that, that I find so universally true. So uh, a, a wonderful uh, little section from my book. This is from the first section. Uh, it, it, I believe it's number seven. Uh, and again, if you want to get my book, you can just go to www.everydayawakeningbook.com dot com and and pick up a copy it, it's still on sale and, and doing pretty well so thank you all for your indul indulgence i see loyal listeners patty and sanaya on the facebook live i see that uh, my, my my uh section from the book i'm reading uh, is touching uh some people's hearts today <laughs> good to know and i think uh, i guess talking about family when we're talking uh, and it happens to be earth day it's just somehow just seems very very apropos and so now, it is my pleasure to welcome to the show Yvonne Silver, who is the founder of Women and Wisdom Media. She teaches high-achieving female founders and entrepreneurs in service-based, mission-inspired ventures to flourish in business. She shows them how to move from uncertainty to unwavering confidence and sales mastery so they can thrive in business often being in a man's world, and have more profits, fun, and family time. While her focus is currently working with women, with over 25 years working in four countries and eight startups in the high-tech industry, her work has supported both high-achieving men and women, and more recently, those with a conscious leadership focus. So you can tell, like, you know, this is, she's my people. As a speaker, best-selling author, 
radio show and podcast host, you see, but, you know, uh, executive coach and mentorship chair. Vaughn has was awarded as a, quote, woman of inspiration. She's a Reiki practitioner, you know, again, my people, and holds a designation of CEC, um, CPHR, as well as a bank iOS six intelligence certified coach. We'll get into all that. No idea what CEC and CPHR is. <laughs> and her overnight bestseller, Words, Women, and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations, and Woman of Inspiration Award create a powerful message to share at conferences, podcasts, summits, online and radio shows, and all over the place. So welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Yvonne. Thanks. It's uh, great to be here, and especially with you, Sam, on Earth Day, and because we have so much in common with this interest in being more conscious. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I should mention also, Vaughn is a fellow member of the Evolutionary Business Council. We've had many members uh, come on my show, and we actually have a couple coming up. We'll be doing their own shows on Talk Radio NYC pretty soon. Um, so, Vaughn, we just got a couple of minutes before the first break. I would love to know a little bit of your journey for our audience, and then we'll take a break, and then maybe we'll get into it a little bit more of, of how you became so focused on conscious leadership, communications, uh, you know, working with, with high-achieving women. Um, how did you sort of get into this? I, I, I see that you've worked a lot in the technology field. Is that where you started in tech? Well, um, I actually came to Canada. Um, with a British educational company. So I was ah. 20, 23 and mm -hmm. have been here ever since. The startups that I joined was one of the first when they introduced PCs onto the desktop. If you remember those days of going, oh, I remember. going down. So I remember those having, days very well. Yeah, finally having power on the desktop. So while I learned a ton about people, in that environment and interviewed over that, uh, that sort of 20 year period working in recruiting roles for that high tech company. Mm. I learned a lot about people. I learned a lot about how to help people find great jobs. The piece on communications really was when I started doing a lot more of my own inner work and thinking back to my experience growing up with my mom, who was my first, what I call unmentor, because ah. she taught me what not to do <laughs> she had been um, she'd been in business, very successful mm -hmm. in, in a business um, herself. And then World War Two came along. She ended up marrying my dad after the war. And he came back with a bullet that grazed him in Dunkirk. And he had PTSD, which uh, they just didn't treat then. So yeah. I literally watched her power get diminished by his very aggressive, very angry communication style. Mm. And I swore I was never going to be like that. And then it's mm. later on when I did my own Reiki work and a lot more deeper work after I burned out. <laughs> yes. having the wrong clients. <laughs> um, so uh, just to let our audience know, what part of Canada are you in now? I'm in Calgary, about an hour from the base of the Rocky Mountains. And it's snowing today, so. Oh, <laughs> I do not envy you. I I. I... I really don't know how Canadians do it, put up with snow for so much part of the year. <laughs> I, I mean, I like Vancouver. Vancouver is nice. It doesn't get too snowy there. And Toronto's not too bad. But uh, I'm, 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 I've lived in New York my whole life, and I'm really getting tired of snow. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I want to 
just uh, let's touch upon a little bit of, of how did you become a Reiki practitioner? What sort of got you sort of onto this path of greater consciousness and then how you kind of started to meld that of consciousness and business together. Okay. Absolutely. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday from 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook uh, through the live video. And we will be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Inning. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Yvonne Silver, founder of Women and Wisdom Media. Um, so, Yvonne, you you came over from England. Where in England are you from, by the way? I'm from Harrow, which a lot of people, um, it's in Middlesex. It's in, you know, um, 
just about 15 miles uh, northwest of London. A lot of people recognize it because Harrow has got a very classic boys school that people go wow. to very often before going to Oxford, which a lot of people have heard of. So Right, right, right. So, so you, you came over to Canada from, from England. You uh, started working with in, in like uh, training and, and outsourcing, placing people and stuff. And you mentioned just at the very end that like eventually you got burnt out. So I'm just curious, what was it that sort of really put you on this path of seeking greater consciousness in your life? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it did start when I actually uh, attended one of T. Harv Eker's workshops, ah, um, yes. Millionaire Mind. Mm-hmm. So at the time, I was very focused on you know increasing my income, having a, something on the side, and that then set me off on a path of self-development, deep self-development, um, mm. with um, working with Jack Canfield, Jay Morlow, um, some really powerful global coaches. And then the piece about the burnout actually came after I had left that corporate job after 15 years and was mm. working for myself, I was chasing the big contracts. Mm. I was excited by the big monetary reward and I ended up working for some uh, female, uh, sorry, some male, very senior VPs. And the experience was just so jaded for me that mm. I burned out and I took three months off and I really did some deep listening about what I needed to to do to change things up and who I needed to serve. And I'd always identified women as my primary, and yet I had been pulled away from that by money. And it was time to come back to center. So I took the uh, Reiki level one and two course, um, started doing daily meditation. What what got you to take the course? I actually was at a Reiki session because I had a sore back. And my Reiki master said, oh, yeah, you know, I'm having a Reiki class on Saturday. And my hands literally started buzzing, Sam. And it was like, (laughs) I think I'm supposed to, they're buzzing now. I think I'm supposed (laughs) to be there. And then what's funny is my son, I have a special needs son. He had bought me this beautiful bracelet for Mother's Day. And it was a leather bound bracelet with very powerful words, um, you know, loving, generosity, happiness, um, very very kind words and for Mm. the time that he bought it for me I wasn't feeling that way about myself so I actually Mm. used to wear it with the words facing in and then when I got up to do the Reiki training that Saturday morning I got dressed in the dark because my husband was still sleeping on it was a Saturday Mm. and I put the bracelet on got in the car got to the session and I looked down and I realized that words were now facing out Ah. oh maybe it's time to stop <laughs> focusing on me and start focusing on what I can give to the world. And it's so interesting to, to just hear your story a little bit, because although like early in life, when I was in college and just afterwards, I was on a very spiritual path. I got very far away from it. And what brought me back to it? Well, the first thing was someone gave me a copy of the DVD of the secret. And then the next thing I knew, someone gave me some free tickets to the millionaire mind event and then I came back and there was the, uh, and there was somebody there who was, uh, I think, in Secaucus and someone was there giving out this thing of like, hey, you, you like this stuff. There's a local group, the New York Power Team. And so I started going to that and it was all these like Tony Robbins, T. Harv Eckert, Landmark graduates. And then they started and I would go to their monthly meetings and they'd have people come in talking about different um, 
energetic healing techniques. And then I ended up becoming a Reiki master practitioner studying Reiki and, and, and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. So it's just, it's just kind of funny to, to hear it. And I started off my career when I just graduated college, I was in financial services. I was working for banks, but I was doing technical trainings because I had a degree. I started working for the bank before I finished graduating. But once I graduated, I started doing technical trainings for the PC products that were brand new products to train all these treasurers and VPs of finance who were used to using a dumb terminal, like how to use the software on a PC. So, right. Well, <laughs> then, it's, it's so interesting hearing, you know, T. Harbecker's sort of a common thread here. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of times people say, well, what got you into entrepreneurship? Well, I was six. And the lady down the little old lady down the road who used to walk her dogs past my house every morning, little chihuahuas, mm-hmm. suddenly stopped walking them. And I was like, mm, I hope she's OK. So mm-hmm. it knocked on her door and she had a broken ankle. And I uh, said, well, would you like me to walk your dogs for you while you are recovering? She's oh, my, uh, that would be so lovely, darling. How much do you charge? I said boldly and you know I can't remember how much sixpence was back then but she gladly paid me and and I was like oh I just fell into having my own gig which was great (laughs) because I sure didn't get very much pocket money growing up in a sort of in a middle class English family and and then that just continued on with this common theme of hmm I like having my own money yeah. so I was out doing a paper round at 11 working in the store at 12 I was the store manager by 13 <laughs> and it just went from there so when I came to Canada I was actually teaching sales reps how to sell the product and hiring and training them and mm-hmm. then the IT firm came afterwards which was a very easy step into a combination of administration and recruiting because they were growing fast and they needed the recruiting expertise so mm-hmm. um i was actually coaching coaching people in career development before i realized that that was the formal title <laughs> but the cec you mentioned is actually um from 10 years ago taking the certified executive coach designation at royal oh, roads okay. cphr is chartered hr professional which was the designation i picked up while i was at that high-tech firm gotcha and then i also got eqi along the way as well so this whole topic of being emotionally intelligent and bringing that into the conversations really helps to put the focus on being conscious. Beautiful, beautiful. And it's so funny because I also had a similar thing. I I, uh, used to teach this, uh, how to start your own small business class to help people who were used to being employees to become entrepreneurs because I would nine years worked for companies and then went off on my own. And I used to say, well, I, I started being an entrepreneur in 1993. But then in one class, I thought about it, I go, well, you know, that's not really true. Because when I was a little kid, I first um, I, I got a taste of making my own money because I didn't get much of an allowance either as a little kid growing up in the Bronx. Um, a friend of mine used to um, deliver uh, dry cleaning for a local small dry cleaning place. And then he was away for a couple of weeks in the summertime. And he's like, Sam, would you take my my dry cleaning route. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then people gave me tips. I was like, oh, this is a good idea. And then in junior high school, me and a friend, we used to buy a bundle of Sunday papers on Saturday night and and go around to all the bars in the neighborhood. And it was a very Irish neighborhood. So there was like 50 bars in this one, like down one avenue and up another avenue. And we'd sell like a 25 cent paper for 50 cents because 25 cents was the delivery charge. And we got it. And we would make like 
50 bucks in an hour on a Saturday night. And I was happy as anything. That was like more money than I could have saved in like five years. So that kind of, you know, got that little entrepreneurial bug early in life. That is kind of funny because both of my, my mother was a school teacher. My dad was a statistician who worked for the city. So we were not a family of entrepreneurs. It was actually something in, in, in this time, you know, very alien to, to my family anyway. So to more and more, more and more similarities emerge. Uh, so let me ask you, we just got a little bit of time before the next break, but, um, uh, how did you start women in wisdom media? Like what got you to say that like uh, focusing on really helping women to, uh, have the, the the tools and the foundation they need to be successful into a male dominated world. Like that was something that really seemed to be a passion of yours. When did you discover that? Yeah. So I mentioned about my mom um, and my mom got Alzheimer's and passed away. Um, uh. And so that was again, reflection, thinking about what to say at the service, et cetera. And the, very traditional role that she played. We were not an entrepreneur family either. My my dad was a stock controller and my mom was a stay-at-home mom after being a type, you know, a typing leader. Mm -hmm. So the story with my mom really came about as the focal point for my book. So even though I've been working primarily with women the last 10 years, having that little burnout piece caused me to rebrand my organization so uh. that it was definitely oriented towards women. And then I had the idea after several clients in a row asked me the same question over and over. How do I have more confidence? How can I be more confident? How do I show up more confidently? And I was like, oh, I keep saying the same thing, sharing and coaching, sharing and coaching. Maybe it's time to write a book. What am I going to write about? And then it was like one morning in meditation, the words just started downloading what I was supposed to write in the book. So I, I was thinking I was going to do 52 words. And then, you know, one a week, like Gretchen Rubinstein. Um, mm -hmm. And then I decided, oh, that's too long. That's like 500 pages. So I, I shortened it to 40 different words and word concepts, which uh -huh. created Words, Women and Wisdom, the modern art of confident conversations. I dedicated it to my mom, my first um, mentor. And it's really about how to help women elevate their confidence. Sometimes it's by exchanging one word or dropping one word or adding one word or changing your tone the depth and the resonance of your voice where you sit in the room sometimes it's about chapter eight in my book is when no words are even required it's about using the power pause using your authority and how you show up you know just by wearing a jacket you demonstrate more credibility and authority wearing glasses again it, it's those subtle things that people grasp without knowing it and it says don't mess with me because I know my stuff mm. and so they don't even corner you which very often happens with women or we get ignored in meetings or our ideas don't get recognized so it's how to help them be heard and to influence which led me to some of the other work that I'm doing with the six intelligences which you mentioned yes. and we can certainly talk about that too yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I would love to talk about this, this whole bank intelligences, because bank, I've heard of a number of different sort of personality systems, Ngram, DISC, and Breyer, uh, Myers-Briggs, Myers <laughs> and all that <laughs> stuff, but, but, huh? 
MBTI, Myers-Briggs Type Indicator? Yes, yes. Uh, but but I, I bank is something relatively new to me. But like since I, I, I heard about it from you, I, I saw somebody else also. It like I remember seeing it just recently as well somewhere else. So uh, I'm curious about it. Okay, let, let's take our, our break now and then we'll come back. I want to sort of talk about how you went about bringing conscious leadership and and like how do you bring more consciousness into the business side of things and then let's talk about you know using bank as a tool and how that can help people okay awesome so everybody please stay tuned you're listening to the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity we do this every thursday 12 noon to 1 p.m eastern right here on talkradio.nyc and we'll be right back after this you're listening to talk radio nyc uplift educate empower hey everybody it's tommy d the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic each week here on talkradio.nyc i host a program philanthropy and focus Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Yvonne Silver, founder of Women in Wisdom Media and author of the book, 
uh, women, uh, words with women and wisdom, the modern art of comforting conversations. I'll get there eventually. Um, and I just want to remind the listeners on our Facebook live, if you have any questions or comments, please post to the video and we'll, we'll get to them during the show. Um, so I, I want to talk about the, this, uh, uh, the conscious leadership and, and how you sort of bring more consciousness into the business world for women. Uh, what made you realize that, that this idea of being more conscious actually serves people being in business? Because mm-hmm. it's because back then, I mean, now it's, it's much more common, but back then it, it, it wasn't something often talked about, was it? It wasn't. And you had asked um, before the break about how words Women and Wisdom, uh, Women and Wisdom Media got formed. Oh, right. So yes. These things connect because um, I started to get excited about marketing my book, which launched uh, November 1st, 2018. And it uh-huh. took way longer than I thought it was going to take. So I'd already spoken at Phyllis Women Conference for 500 women in the March of that. Oh, shoot. I think we lost her for a second. Probably she knocked out her internet connection, but I'm sure she'll be back with us in a minute. So, uh, cause I saw that, Oh shoot, right before she went off. Um, so her, her book again is words, wisdom, women and wisdom, the modern art of confident conversations. And, uh, you can find it on Amazon. I'd put the link into, uh, the uh listing Uh, and if you notice also for people who if you've not yet subscribed to our newsletter at talkradio.nyc please go to talkradio.nyc and click on the join our tribe button uh so that you can uh get our our weekly announcements and and for those who who've been subscribers you've noticed that we've changed the format of the newsletter a little bit i'm making it more graphical less text heavy and we have so many shows now it gets really long so you have to click on that little link at the bottom that says view entire message to really see the whole thing and you'll notice that what we started doing is putting the descriptions of the show in a link where if you you click on the the link that says to learn more click here and it takes you to sort of the calendar program uh, that we use talkify for the website and that'll give you the full description and so if you go through to that description there's a link right there you can click on they'll take you right to her book listing on the on amazon so i highly recommend that Uh, we'll get her back in a minute no worries uh so we're talking about and I was asking her, she was telling about how she got started, but about this idea of, of consciousness in business, conscious leadership, and why that's so important today. Now, as many of you know, I've been the conscious consultant now for probably close to 15 years. This is something that's been a passion of mine for a long time, but it's something that has not often uh, been talked about in business until recently. And so, um, ah, and there she is. She's back. Okay, Yvonne. Sorry about that. They're doing some roadworks down the road and it's upsetting the internet. Ah, okay. I saw, I saw just like an, oh, shoot. And then all of a sudden you were gone. So I thought maybe something unplugged your internet or whatever. So the, um, well, I could hear it. <laughs> the, ah. um, so just to wrap up that, that story part. Um, yes. When I started, um, when I when I 
was speaking at British Women Conference, I'd already pre-sold 85 books and, and they weren't ready yet. So the launch time was a long lead because editing took way, way longer than I ever thought. So by that time I'd started a radio show and it seemed like all the word I, work I was doing was all around media, sharing messages. And one of the interviews I did for my best-selling book, because it was my ideas plus 12 to 13 interviews with influential and confident oh, women, okay. was actually with Melinda Whitstock. Melinda Whitstock yes. is the founder for um, Wings of Inspired Business. I'd met her at Yannick Silver's um, uh, Maverick Club. And that whole oh. group is very much about conscious entrepreneurship. He wrote the book um, called Evolved Enterprise. And I started looking at different business models and decided I wanted to do a buy one, give one with my book for every copy that's purchased. One is donated to a women's shelter foundation or not for profit. And so the more I interviewed people, the more excited I got when I was touching people in my interviews or in the work I was doing that had multiple prongs that weren't just in business to make money. They were actually making a heart-centered effort and they were impacting more people and being more conscious in their business. Mm -hmm. And and did you find, like most people, this is a trick question, that being more conscious in business actually helped women to be more successful as well as having a, a better personal life at the same time? Yes. And, and the reason I say that, I mean, that's now the center pin of my business is working with specifically with mission-inspired visionary women who have service-based companies typically, a lot of coaches, um, new business pioneers, and they're not in um, you know, multi-level marketing so much or direct sales or a franchise model. They're creating something. Mm -hmm. And when we, we have a passion for it, we can work longer because we know it's making a difference. And that's what I found keeps us in that state of joy. When I didn't mm -hmm. have that, because I was serving the wrong client and I wasn't feeling appreciated, I burned out. And I right. see that happening with so many of the people coming to me. If they don't have a mission-inspired element when we first start working together, they very shortly thereafter do, because that's what keeps the joy and sustainment. And then it's something that you really are proud of to be describing for your kids, because right. it's making a difference. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, now as I mentioned earlier, way back when it wasn't that common do, do you find that people are much more open to this conversation of, of being more conscious in your business than they were in the past i think it's hiccuped if i think of ah. um, tom's shoes for example right mm -hmm. when tom's shoes first got started um very successful you know we went to argentina saw poor kids on the street didn't have any shoes started making a shoe company that was making one buy one give one and they didn't spend a lot on marketing because their marketing were the people buying the shoes who proudly wore those because they knew a pair was being donated to a poor child who didn't have shoes. And so that concept then took off in a number of ways. Uh, Yannick has 11 different models in his book, but I just love how it can be the centerpiece and so many sparks can come from it. Um, I talked to a lady from Soup Sisters here in Calgary and mm -hmm. when I heard about some of the things she was doing in her business model, there were like eight different wins that were coming out of it. So the mm -hmm. more win-wins I can create for my clients, mm -hmm. the more excited I get. And that's how 
women and you know words women and wisdom all knits together because those women can't ask for what they want they can't create something that is new and and unheard of before if they cannot influence so the whole topic of this conscious conversation is key having the Mm -hmm. confidence to go out and create something from scratch that no one's ever heard of and Mm -hmm. then how it knits together nicely with bank and that communications personality methodology is all about it's about creating buy-in for something Mm -hmm. gotcha Gotcha. And and just to to be clear with our audience, you, you work with women all over the place, not just in Canada, right? Yeah, I have international clients as well. And yes. COVID, I think COVID made, made a bit of a difference when it came to thinking about um, conscious business because uh, Tom's Shoes was doing really well and then COVID hit and everyone went into, oh my gosh, how does this impact me? Of course, right? right. My family, right. Absolutely. my needs. And then money became the center point. And now I think that we've adapted a little bit and there's more mm-hmm. people saying, what's the new world going to look like mm-hmm. versus how are we ever going to get the old world back? Yeah. <laughs> now we're starting to get more creative again to say, we need to revamp our business. We can't do it the same way anymore. What can we do that's different that will keep that enthusiasm and energy and connection with our clients? And clients right. love to hear when you're having a social impact too. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's actually something we're going to be announcing for talkradio.nyc. We're we're working on uh, getting um, the hosts together to vote on a uh, cause, a a nonprofit that we're going to be supporting as a station. Um, We were going to be doing it last night at the host meeting, but the the guy who does the nonprofit show couldn't make the meeting. So we didn't, didn't end up having the list or the vote yet, but we will soon. All right. We're going to take our last break of the show. When we come back, you mentioned it bank. We've talked, we mentioned it briefly. Let's talk about what it is a little bit more. I'm going to put a link in the Facebook video for people to go and find out their own bank styles. Um, but uh, let, let's talk about that and how you use that to empower people in business, okay? And that's a $99 gift for your listeners. Oh, wow. Okay, big gift. Take advantage of this, people. Okay, you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Yvonne Silver, and we will be right back after this. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC, Uplift educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? 
I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, so let's get into it. This is our last section, Yvonne. Uh, what is bank? Let's just give our audience a brief overview, and then we'll talk about my bank style. So bank is a um, personality intelligence. It's a science that I ran across last spring and immediately fell in love with because the work I do is all around communications, confident conversations for women. So when I looked at BANK, which actually is an acronym that spells out Mm -hmm. the four letters of the four different personality codes, Mm -hmm. um, B-A-N-K, it resonated right away. So B stands for blueprint. Blueprint people um, primarily with this personality type are very structured, rigid. They hate risk. They hate to be late. They got to be organized Mm -hmm. as opposed to a very opposite personality, which is the A, which is action. Those mm-hmm. are very often our speakers. They're at the front of the room. They're on Red Bull. They're dynamic, fireworks, <laughs> go, go, go. And is for nurturing, which is my primary code. Nurturing people love to make connections. They love sharing. They're all about personal growth and community and that whole social enterprise piece. And then K stands for knowledge type personality, which is very often about data, big picture science like show me the proof they don't believe anything you say show me the evidence think spreadsheets and green um you know the matrix (laughs) Mm. those are very quickly the four different types and then what ends up happening is um bank was designed by a salesperson who wasn't very successful she made seven (laughs) hundred dollars in the financial services industry which is not very good by her own Mm -hmm. admission and then she went over a period of two or three years up to one and a half million by looking and saying, you know, what do I need to do differently? She'd taken all these different personality tests. You mentioned a few MBTI, DISC, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And it hadn't helped her be any more successful and make any more money. So she thought, hmm, one day, I wonder if people make different buying decisions based on these four personality types that were Mm -hmm. the basis for all these psychology-based tools back to, um, um, the you know Hippocrates, the father of medicine, right? So it's actually reverse engineering some of those concepts and coming up oh, with see. a new process called biology, B-U-Y-O-L-O-G-Y. So you took the assessment. Yeah, so I took the assessment <laughs> and it turned out I'm an N-K-A-B. So what does that mean? So N-K-A-B, um, I'm N-A-K-B, so a bit different. So there's ultimately there's 24 combinations when you look at the order and the fact that there's four personality types. So right. that means you're a nurturer first, 
You care about personal growth. So the fact that you're in coaching, you're in the right business for you. (laughs) And also that whole conscious piece ties into being very aware of how things feel for people. The knowledge is where you're bringing forth all that wisdom that you and I shared about Mm. and all of the other elements of how do you actually have a successful business and bringing the knowledge and the wisdom, deep sacred wisdom to your clients as well. So it's a really cool combination. My, Mm. um, mine is action second. So Mm. is 21, Mm. 23 on my score and action is 21. So they're very, very close together. So I love to help people and I like to get stuff done. I gotcha. <laughs> knowledge is my third code and that's where I go in stress. Mm. So if I am stressed about something, I got to weigh pros and cons. I got to make lists. I got to find out, uh. research. And then blueprint is my last code. It's like 13 on the score. So mm. I have to really force myself to build systems because that's not what I naturally do. And my dad right. was a blueprint. So when you talked about your mom growing up as a kid, I'm an action-oriented kid, climbing trees, swinging the highest I can on the monkey bars. My dad is saying, you've got to be home at five o'clock for supper or you don't get to eat. I'm just flashing like this. And I never understood why he kicked me out when I was 16 until I took bank. And then I went, oh, controller, structured, blueprint, directly opposite from me. No wonder we never got along. Hmm. So, how do you use this tool to to help people in business? Like, how does this help someone to become a better salesperson or to to you know create a more successful business? Mm-hmm. Well, it's simple for starters. So, I can I can ask you. You know, if I was sitting in front of you, I have me, my four little plastic cards with me. I could say, Sam, before we start our conversation, do me a favor. Can you take these cards, sort them in order, put the one that sounds the most like you on the top, the one that sounds the least like you on the bottom, and it'll take about 90 seconds. It's really fast, and that'll help us to have a great conversation. And that Mm. covers all four of those codes because it's about asking, it's about knowledge, it's about step-by-step. Once I get you coding yourself, then I can prepare information in a format Mm. that resonates for you. Mm. It's not about me as the salesperson having one script that's supposed to fit everybody. It's about tailoring my right. my information delivery to ultimately respect your style, which is right. why it's about confident communications and, and connection, which is about consciousness. Because if you if I know that you are not a blueprint, there's no point in bringing all the facts and figures and talking about risk. And you just want to know how it makes people feel. Right, right. So, so it actually can elevate sales by over 300%. Wow. Because, because if you if you think about a simple example of language, right? If you're French and I'm talking to you in English, you're not communicating, <laughs> right? If right, I, right. If I speak French, we start to communicate. If you're speaking German and I'm not, if I speak right. German, I add on another 100% another 100% for every language, and there's four languages here. So I've got my base language. By adding three other languages, I can elevate my sales by 300%, which is, I think, the ultimate form of respect, to be Mm -hmm. talking to people and giving them what they need, not trying to fit a round peg in a square hole. Right. 
So, so it's about learning how to be in the appropriate conversation when you're talking to someone about working together, not just doing a presentation and, and giving them what you want to give them. It's learning who's on the other side of the conversation. What is it that they need? Do they want to know more about relationships? Do they want to know more about what kind of action they have to take? Do they want to know more about how do they structure this whole thing to put it together? You know, what is what are their needs so that then you can appropriately meet them and when and when you appropriately meet them now you're having a more conscious conversation around doing business together yes and the other thing that i know is um a little example when i first started working with this within two weeks i brought in a new client you know a ten thousand dollar client because i found out that they were a nurture and knowledge and that that combination would attract them because they cared and wanted personal growth, but they needed to do their own research. So they wanted to call all my references, they wanted (sighs) names, information, data, ROI, and nothing I could say would hurry them up. So whereas Uh, you and I, we're both busy people, ordinarily, if someone doesn't want to seem like they want to engage right away, I would have said, ah, next. So because I knew the person had knowledge in their personality type as their secondary code, I was more patient to wait until they were ready to engage with me, which took three weeks, right. but that's okay. I didn't have to force anything. I was just patient. I showed them the data and I let them make their own smart decision. Mm, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, Yvonne, I could talk to you for hours and hours because we have so <laughs> much in common. Unfortunately, we're coming to the end of our show. So I just wanted to give you an opportunity to let people know if they're interested, they want to learn more about what you offer or work with you. How do they find you? Where would they go? Yeah. So if you're interested in working specifically with me, you can go to my website, Words, Women and Wisdom versus the ampersand is actually um, spelled out A-N-D, wordswomenandwisdom.com. You can reach me through there, find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. If you're interested to know more about bank and want to take advantage of that generous offer through Sam of a gift for you, a $99 value, to take your own code and then get your report emailed to you. Um, you yeah, I just want to say to people, uh, it's like a 25, 26 page report. So it really is a $99 value. You know, lot, lots of times people say, oh, there's a value and it's just an arbitrary number they put on something. But this is it's a very complete report. So it, it really is worth what she's saying. Yeah, and it, it tells you all about your personality style. And then it also summarizes the other three. And it takes literally 90 seconds online to take these cards electronically and just move them into order. So um, I think Sam's going to put the one bit.ly link in the show notes. But then mm-hmm. you can also, if you have your phone handy, you could text text me, text the mm-hmm. word code and text it to 403-668-9279. And that's texting the word code, C-O-D-E like getting your bank code and it's kind of like understanding like a pin code when you go to the bank if you understand the four digits in the right order money comes out and relationships (laughs) are built first with understanding communications and then secondarily supporting them with something that's a valuable service so it's it's a great tool i love it Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you, Yvonne. Thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to come on my show today. It's been a pleasure having you come on and and getting to talk with you a bit more. Thank you for allowing me to share a little bit um, with your listeners. I, I hope they found it valuable.
Uh, my pleasure. And, and yes, uh, I see Patty on the Facebook Live saying uh, uh, she appreciates everything. So, and yes, and of course, thank you, my loyal listeners, for tuning in week after week. Um, if you missed any part of today's show, uh, you can find it on talk the, on talkradio.nyc. You can find the episode afterwards on all of the podcasting app li- apps, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, uh, 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 iHeartRadio, and I think I'm hoping I have to double check, but I think we're on Pandora now. I hope we're on Pandora. I'll find out. Uh, so please uh, uh, go out there. Um, we'll put the Bitly link to get the report in the show notes. It's on the Facebook Live video in the comment section. Go go check it out. I think it's very worthwhile. <clears throat> and thank you for tuning in today. And remember, later tonight at 7 p.m., it's Graham Dobbin and his show. Uh, the mind behind leadership followed tomorrow on Friday with our whole block of business related shows, philanthropy and focus always Friday, the entrepreneurial web and wise content creates wealth. And then we do it all again next week. So thank you all for tuning in. And remember, if you know somebody who has a message and they want to get out, who's looking for a platform, doesn't want to go off and do their podcast all on their own, please feel free to refer them our way. You can just send them to Sam at talkradio.nyc. Thank you so much. We will talk to you next week. Thank you, Sam. Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey, everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military, and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? 
I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 